Hello everyone, welcome to The Daily Grind. My name is Kelly Johnson, your fun and friendly host. We are in episode 30 of season five, the very best one yet. What is up, The Daily Grinders? My name is Kelly, your host as always. We have a new segment, a new feature that we're doing on social and we want you to be a part of it. The Daily Grind, that's the name of our podcast. What does The Daily Grind mean to you? Our simple phrase, following a certain routine every morning to start your day or on a larger scale that shapes the outlook on your life. Submit yours on our direct link form, direct.me slash dailygrindpod. Or visit us on social at dailygrindpod and get featured. to welcome the show Tara Williams. Tara is the founder and CEO of Dreamland Baby, which is the world's first safety certified weighted blanket designed for infants. Dreamland Baby's sleep sacks promotes safe sleep for healthy and happy families. Tara was discovered at Shark Tank where she signed a deal with Lori Grenier and she has been growing the business ever since. So welcome to the show. Hi. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. Great intro. Yes, we are excited to, to learn more about your story, what you do in your whole business entrepreneurship journey as well as you know, go behind the scenes BTS with a dreamland baby here so to hand the mic off to you can you briefly introduce yourself and what you do on your daily grind yeah absolutely so I'm Tara Williams like you said founder and CEO of dreamland baby in 2018 I had my fourth child and he was waking up every hour and a half at six months old if there's any parents on here that's like a newborn truly a worst case scenario we had bought everything we had tried everything nothing was working for him and one night I played placed a heavy throw blanket on top of him and I noticed immediately he calmed down if I was in a cartoon, that was the moment the light bulb went off and I thought, oh my goodness, he needs a way to blanket. So I raced to my computer. I was so excited. I got on Amazon. I was shocked. There was nothing in a wearable, even evenly distributed fashion like what we have. So I thought, okay, I'm going to check on Google, like Etsy. I looked everywhere and nothing was the idea. It was so clear in my mind. So I called my mother-in-law, who's a master seamstress, and I said, here's my concept. Like, can you make this for me? She said, okay, I'm going to have to order a design patent, like a, you know, something that like a template that she could make. And I, I brought over a bunch of materials and like right away it happened really quickly. And so she got back to me in about two weeks. The first night he wore it, he slept for 12 hours. So for six months, he'd been waking up every hour and a half. And the first night it was 12 hours. So of course we thought it was a fluke and we're like, nah, I don't know. Next night, 12 hours, he went from taking virtually no nap, these 30-minute cat naps to sleeping three-hour naps. So it was transformative. Within a week, I was back to myself and rejuvenated. And I thought, 
basically every parent struggles with this and we have a solution. We have to get this out in the world. So that is the origins of Dreamline Baby. Yeah, really well said. Literally coming across on your daily grind, uh, true daily grinder on today's show. Like I mentioned in the intro, we're excited to learn about your entrepreneurial background, your journey, and share your wealth of knowledge with our, our listeners tuning in today's episode. Uh, yeah, so Dreamland Baby, can you tell us too on the, the origin of, of the name, the branding uh, of the product? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I had, you know, I, I think my my background is interesting because a lot of women who I talk to who start baby companies, um, they have been doing something else. Like I know one person was doing hair, one person was staying home. I had always wanted to own my own business. It, I went to a school that was very focused on entrepreneurship and I'm a finance major. I had worked in the medical device space for the past 10 years and I was at two different startups. So it was very natural for me to take that leap from I have an idea and let's turn this into a business and something we can sell and get the product out into the world. Um, So that's how I just began with it and um, yeah, that was the beginning. Yeah, that, that's that's great to hear. And uh, again, you have that personal touch. You have that startup background uh, coming from a similar space. Uh, what you have that light bulb mo- moment? Would you say your your previous background in startups and um, you know that type of business orientation have helps you motivate? You know, take the next steps of like, hey, I had that light bulb moment. Yeah, remind us back to you know starting in the initial days of of Dreamland Baby here. Yeah, so the initial days really looked like, okay, I have this product. It worked really, really well for my son, but will it work for other infants? So I had thought of a few different ideas over the years. Um, There were more things like it would be as seen on TV or, you know, I'd need to go fundraise $100 million for some kind of tech project that I'm not a engineer. You know, so just things that really were outside of my wheelhouse. This was the first thing that I started telling people. And it was unanimous that people just said, this is an amazing idea. Can your mother-in-law make one for me? I can't believe that doesn't already exist. Um, You know, my sister needs one. Or you should be on Shark Tank. Like, that's incredible. Um, So right away, it was very clear it resonated. People understood what it was. In 2018, weighted blankets were really blowing up for um, children, adults, even dogs. They have these what are called thunder vests for when they're thunder and the dogs get scared. So it really is across the board. It's just a therapeutic. It's calming because of the even distribution. It just helps you feel relaxed. So as an adult, if you were to pull a weighted blanket on you, it's immediate and it's instant. And that's how it helps the infant get into a state of relaxation so they can go to fall, so they can fall asleep. And then when they wake up during the night, they still feel relaxed. So they're able to soothe themselves back to sleep again instead of crying for mom and dad and you know being up all night so that's the the idea behind that was just it was very obvious and I had so much encouragement immediately but again I thought okay it works for Luke my son will this work for other infants so the second thing I did after that was actually the first thing I did I thought this is such an obvious idea somebody has to have a patent on this so I went to a patent office a patent prosecutor is what it's called. And I got a provisional patent. Basically, I drew the line in the sand and I said, today I am starting. So I am the first to market with this idea on this particular product. And there are other patents on weighted busts and blankets, but what differentiated ours was it was um, an even distribution. So it's all over the wearable garment. So that was a really critical thing for us that 
I, I guess I really only thought to do because I just thought somebody else has had to have done it. So they didn't. And we got the patent on it, which was exciting. And then simultaneously, I was doing all these things concurrently. So um, I tried to find a local seamstress, which was actually really difficult because these are extremely labor and time intensive and they're really hard to make. It took my mother-in-law, I want to say like 12 or 15 hours to make it. And even when I went to like local seamstresses, everybody was saying, no, 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 this is too hard. It's not worth my time. Like I'd have to charge you $500 for these. Like that wouldn't be worth it for you. So I finally found a lady. I went to, you guys will laugh, to all of the Joanne fabrics and like mm-hmm. the different fabric stores. And there were bulletin boards where people would pin their business card and say, I make drapes, I make pillowcases, whatever. I took every single card off all, I drove probably two hour radius and I called every person. I described to them. They were like, send me pictures. I met with a couple of people. I brought the product and they were like, I can't do this. Finally, I found one lady that said she'll do it. So she made a batch of 10 and she charged me $150 each. After she finished the project, she said, this was not worth my time. I will not make you any more because I need to, it, they take so long. Um, but I had 10. And so I had made them in two different sizes, a zero to six month and a six to 12. And then, then I started having to find infants to test them with. So I went on at the time, my kids were all really young. So I knew a bunch of people and like, I was in different mom's groups. So that was fairly easy. I was just like, Hey, can I give you this overnight? Try it with your baby. The issue that I was running into was nobody wanted to give them back. And they're like, we will buy them from you. I'm like, you don't understand. Like, there is no price you can pay for this. Like, I need these back because I want to test them on a lot of people. So we did a bunch of testing. It was 9 out of 10 infants really had that immediate either first night or within the first um, week saw a significant sleep improvement to the point that the parents were like, absolutely, I would 100% buy this. Um, And then we also looked at different things like mobility. You know, was there any, did it? prevent them from rolling or do you feel like their breathing was labored or you know any any of the safety pieces and you know that was all check 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 but before I went to market I was also looking for a clinical trial coming from the background in medical device that was our basically gold standard you have a peer-reviewed published clinical trial Mm -hmm. and there had been one that was done in October of 2018 that just got published and it looked at efficacy and safety with weighted blankets and infants. It looked at one pound of weight in infants as small as five pounds. So it was up to 20% body weight. So we used 10% body weight as the maximum. So it was very conservative for what the study showed. And it had great results. It showed increase in sleep, um, no, you know, no safety issues, never taking the blanket off, temperature was good, breathing was good, mobility, all the pieces. So with all that my own testing safety testing and then at the same time we started partnering with NICUs and saying when we get the product we'll start sending them to you um, for further just safety and looking at testing and then i had to find a manufacturer so because of the complexity and the difficult of these products they're so unique and they're so labor intensive even now we don't they're not completely machine automated which most clothing and blankets are there's a lot of hand elements to them, even in mass production. So we did need to go abroad, which was a bummer because I really wanted to produce in the United States. It just, it was not an option. Um, and so we went over and then that's a whole new thing for me. I'm, I'm importing, you know, from abroad and just through customs and we need HS codes. And so what I did, and this is for anybody grinding and starting, I went on to, it's called the Small Business Association of America, and they give free services. So you could 
link up with somebody who's a patent attorney and he's not going to give you legal advice, but they will guide you and help you preserve your money while you talk with, you know, a patent attorney could be $500 an hour, but you could get most of your questions with this person and then have the execution done by the patent attorney. So they're super helpful. Uh, but the biggest person that I leaned on and used there was, um, he did he did international importing for in the juvenile space so he really helped me understand like this is everything you need from the cpsc and this is the sizing and this is what you'll need to import and like these are the labs that you should do the the testing at and you know this is how you're going to negotiate with the manufacturer and these are the terms and all this information that i would have never been able to do without somebody guiding me he was on all the emails like he was super helpful um his daughter was still uh, he was retired, but his daughter was still active in the importing and manufacturing. So it was pretty easy to just plug and play into some factories they had worked with. So I got the initial batch. And then again, all of this is happening at the same time. I launched a Kickstarter. So I pre, cause I had no money. It was completely bootstrapped. And if you see our episode on Shark Tank, I had just got laid off. My husband was laid off. We had four kids, five and under. Like, it was super crazy. So, you know, while I'm doing all this, I'm also a full-time mom to four mm -hmm. children who are age, you know, newborn, three, four, and five. So they were they were little. They were home. It's not like they were in school all day. And I didn't really have any family around to help. So I was grinding, waking up at 5 a.m., working. They all slept till 8. Thankfully, they were all sleeping at this point. But I'd work till 8 and then get them off like two of them went to preschool for a few hours one was in kindergarten and my baby was home all day so I timed it where he would sleep while they were gone for the three hours so I'd get like two hours with drop off and pick up in the afternoon and then my husband would take over at about five and then I'd work till probably 10 at night so I was still working for at least I would say 10 hours a day but I worked on the weekends too um just to get it off the ground and at first you're just doing so many things and trying to figure out where to put your time like what is the next step some things have to come before, but a lot of things you can do simultaneously. And I will also say I would never have quit my job to do this because at the beginning mm -hmm. there are, there's a lot of waiting, like it's waiting for the patent and then, you know, you've, you've emailed all of these different factories and it's waiting for samples. So it's like, hurry up to wait. Mm -hmm. Um, but because I was laid off, I didn't feel right starting at a new company and then saying, you know, I'm, I'm doing a side thing. So that, you know, this was all in the first year. I, then I did the Kickstarter. I raised about $25,000, which helped me pay for the first round of manufacturing mm -hmm. that we got those out to all our backers. And then I launched the website, which I built on my own on Shopify. So I just looked around. So this whole time I was building the website too, which is really plug and play. Like it sounds fancier than it is. Um, so I just looked at all these other websites and I looked at some things in baby, but you know, it was just beauty brands and all these different brands. And I'm like, I like this element. I like that element. And yeah. And so I built that. We had some photography done. We did some videos and then we launched the website in September of 2019. And so that was, that was really the first year plus, um, in, in a, in a five minute span sure. of what went down. Yeah. Really well said, uh, Tara. Um, yeah, I was just going to ask you, answer all my questions in regards to, you know, clinical trial, the product design, uh, development, technology, and the product testing too. Obviously, you're a uh, target consumer for the product itself, so you're able to, to leverage your existing network and community uh, to, to hit all the check marks off of it. And it's really great. Um, 
to our listeners tuning today's episode, you know, understanding the, the grind that goes behind the scenes here uh, to get the ball rolling in our respective industry or it's a business brand, etc. cetera. Uh, yes, yeah, so you kicked off September 2019, shopping cart. People, consumers can make the, the purchase there. We'll, we'll fast forward a little bit to the next year, uh, you know, 2020. Folks on, folks on the episode, all about watch the show Shark Tank and everything. So tell us a little bit on, on your Shark Tank experience. I mean, we could probably talk for days, to be honest, on your whole entire journey with a Dreamland baby here. But, uh, yeah, tell us more about um, your experience. If you have any behind the scenes, too, that you'd like to, to tease us on, on the episode. Sure. All, all sure. open. I mean, the whole Shark Tank, it was just, it was absolutely surreal. I remember after we, I made a deal with Lori, and it was, I was there, and it was in L.A., and it was mm-hmm. on the um, NBC lot, and I was in her trailer and getting hair and makeup. Like, I was a movie star for a day. <laughs> My husband was there. He was an actor. He got a SAG card, which is one of the highest things you can get as an actor because he was on a nationally televised show which is super crazy because he's in finance um so he was an actor I did not get a SAG card because I played myself but that was like a fun kind of side thing and he still actually receives royalties when the show airs which is it's a very tiny amount but it's it's really funny we get these checks every once in a while Mm -hmm. um so that that part is interesting but it really it was just so surreal I went online and just submitted my story in February of 2019 Mm -hmm. and then we filmed in September of 2019 so it was the same month that I launched my website so they did not beat me Mm -hmm. up it was there was really nothing to say it was like Mm -hmm. I just launched and then it aired in May of 2020 Mm -hmm. and this was really the height of COVID it was Friday night and it was the season finale and it drew I think 7 million viewers so I I just felt like every single star aligned because it was one of the highest watched episodes just because everybody was home. And it gave us such a jump start to what would have been years to accomplish and get that word of mouth. And with this product, because it is a solution-based product, it's very strong word of mouth. So when you have a parent that is not sleeping like me, for six months and then all of a sudden buys this product and they're sleeping they're telling every single person they know screaming from the rooftops so to have this many people watch this and understand what the product is and really shark tank i mean truly it was like a 10 minute infomercial they just let me talk about features and benefits and like it was it was i was the american dream it was so great um a behind the scenes is that while my episode where that show me was for about 10 minutes is actually in the tank for an hour and a half and it is a real negotiation there are real deals that are made you know i did make a deal with lori um do they, they all follow through after no not necessarily we were in due diligence and closing right during covid she's the qbc queen all her business is live and that was immediately shut down so they were in preservation mode and just not looking to bring on a partner so ultimately we did not go through with the deal um but it was made on air so mm-hmm. you know i think that's something that people don't really realize if they see it on air they automatically think it always goes through this one did not um what else behind the scenes mark Cuban's super nice and he's really <laughs> funny like he is who you see him as and you know they're all joking before the camera airs and 
you know, I think, I think one other thing is the beginning part is scripted, which I think most people could imagine. I walk out and hi, I'm Tara Williams from Danville, California. I'm here today. You know, I, I could probably say my 90 second script because I said it so many times. It was like, I could wake up in the night and say it. So I really memorized that part. My husband had the acting part, but after that 90 second intro, the rest of it is not scripted. You don't know what they're going to say. Um, and they are really like talking over each other. So I think a lot of times the way they edit, it looks like you're like all flustered and you don't know what's going on. But then they show one person asking a question and you look all flustered. But really, there are like three or four people talking at the same time. So I went in and I knew I wanted to work with Lori. Like she's my dream. She's such a power businesswoman and just she's in she's in consumer product space so that was a natural fit to me um so while everybody was talking i was just looking at her mm-hmm. and um mr wonderful at one point was like are you gonna address anybody else and i just like kept staring at her and listening to her because they were all talking and i was like no one else is gonna make an offer except for her so you know i i think i did a really good job in there and Again, they could have edited it any way they want, and they were very generous to me in their editing. Mm-hmm. That's great to hear. Yeah, again, I love the BTS on the storying experience too. Uh, and then, yeah, giving us the live the live results here, the how the deal turns out after the fact, after recording, and it was interesting too because with podcast recordings for us on our side, like we go uh, pre-record, but even too with you recording the episode, like literally a month or less than a month after you launched. But it doesn't come. It doesn't come to the consumers, us on the media side, until the following year. Uh, really interesting yeah. to hear, and especially yeah. to yeah, all stars line on the on the timing is everything. Also, when we have you on the show here, uh, by when this episode airs, uh, four year anniversary already, right? Or just yes, out, or just over that's four? Right. Okay, that's crazy. We're coming up on that next month. It, it feels like a lifetime, to, mm-hmm. to be honest. And. You know, I really started it in the summer of 2018, so I, I feel like we're, you know, we're at our five year for sure. But um, it does feel like I can't, I can't even remember my life before the brand and the company. Exactly, and then even to taking us through um, since since inception here, you've launched additional products. Or can you talk more about um, your collection yeah. in addition to the, uh, in, t- in addition to your um, your heavy hitter, your your sleep sacks? Yeah, tell us more. Yeah. It's so crazy because when I launched, I had a swaddle that was for zero to six months. And then it had this wing that you could take off. So it would be convertible to also function as a sleep sack. And then I had a sleep sack that was six to 12 months. I had it in one color. It was this white with gray star, which we still have. But I thought this is a utility product. It serves a purpose. And people don't really care about colors. Well, in fact, they did. So when we launched colors, it was our business like doubled overnight. And we found that people wanted not only the product that worked, but also their baby to look stylish in it as well. So that's where we started going more into the fashion side and doing prints and collaborations with, we just did one with a huge influencer. That was our first, um, that happened. It launched on Monday, yesterday. So that was super fun. And it's, it was like this groovy pattern that's white and um, it's kind of like a oat color looking and like a the checkerboard pattern that I'm sure you're seeing everywhere right now. And that's not something that we would do as a brand. It's just, it's like off brand for us, but it is reflective of her. And so it was a really fun design process to be able to do that with her. Um, we have, you know, at this point, gosh, we have what, six core colors that are our evergreens and then we do limited edition launches and in colors and patterns and we've expanded even out now into we had 
after um, the first two sleep sacks, we went the full size range. So we have a zero to six swaddle and then a zero to six sleep sacks all the way up to a 36 month sleep sack. Then we had the weighted blankets they're designed for toddlers. They're super unique in that they're four pounds. So they're very light and they're small to fit a toddler. Um, also it has a satin around the edge, which is a really differentiated. So whenever we bring something out, it's basically in response to our customers. So our customers were saying, Hey, my baby is now, um, three or four. They don't fit in the sleep sack anymore, but they love the weight. Like, can you make something else? So, you know, then we went into the weight of blankets. Then we started having customers ask us a lot, what do I wear underneath it? And we would say, you know, a onesie, a pajama, like whatever you want, what do you mean? And they'd say, well, do you sell those things? And we're like, okay, we could. So we first made pajamas and they were in cotton and they were, they were good, but when it touches the skin, like we wanted something even softer and more buttery. So we went into bamboo and then we have these really unique, um, they're called comfort cuffs. And so it basically is like a sock that you can wear as, as a sock and a glove or off so depending on how your baby sleeps if they're warm cold like it's convertible you have the options um we have now bandana bib we have a birth cloth we have a baby blanket um i think that's the full full collection and, and then we're doing these you know seasonal drops which is super fun so we'll have one for christmas we'll have one for um halloween you know and, and the company kind of all the holidays that are coming out we have a valentine's day one we had a summer one fourth of july so it's really it's really fun for the mom that loves to dress up baby in pajamas and we always need pajamas so like cute summer prints but you know you're wearing them year-round so it's been really awesome to see our audience respond to that and love the new products we're coming out with as well yeah that's great to hear uh tara and then having those seasonal energy hits and everything uh speak us through maybe some some numbers you know after uh airing on shark tank or even to today like speaking us up today uh you launching where can consumers i know we can go directly to your website we'll put in the show notes where to find in addition to the the episode uh but uh yeah like the different stores that you have launched at um i think we've done some of our research here uh it seems to me you've saved uh over a million hours of additional sleep or given yes. our family yeah run us through some numbers that <laughs> yeah yeah no we're super proud to we're really sold everywhere so mm -hmm. if you are looking for it and you have a red card you know jump at target if you have uh, store credit to anthropology you can get it there we're online pretty much everywhere party run kids um baby list is a really big one for us we are in over 200 um independent retailers so if you think the mom and pop boutiques that are on main street we love that supporting other small businesses um where else are we sold amazon of course our website i mean our website is definitely our number one that's where you're going to find the most immediate freshness and and the new drops a lot of times those don't make it to the other sites because they sell out pretty quickly but those are the best places to find us um we've sold over half a million sleep sacks so a lot of hours of sleep i don't know how they quantify the million but i would say <laughs> way more than a million um and it's really neat because even i have friends who have bought from our kickstarter four years ago and they still have the original and i'm like oh my gosh girl i gotta get you a new one because they've now used it for their first baby second baby third baby and one thing about the brand is we're definitely on the more expensive side but the quality matches so 
this is a product that is intended for six months, you know, zero to six months, or our bigger sizes are age one to two or two to three, but they truly can last through multiple babies. You can pass them down. They are super, super high quality, multiple layers. Um, we just really pride ourselves on having, you know, that complete customer experience. We have free shipping. We have super easy returns. If you got the wrong size or color, exchanges are free. Our customer service team is amazing. We just hired our sixth customer service person. So it's something we really, really focus on that just journey and experience being absolutely excellent. And, you know, I want to be like Nordstrom. Customer is always right, and we are going to make it right for you. So it's neat now that if we ever sell out, we always have other prints and other options. That was really um, something that would happen a lot. People would get disappointed you know this color sold out or i wanted to exchange it for a different color now you don't have it so we we struggled for a lot of years on inventory and as a lot of small fast growing businesses do but you know we had a great hire over the summer for that role so we're in a really good place to you know, just make sure the customer experience is top-notch. Yeah, really well said. Yeah, kudos to you and your team, what you've done uh, so far throughout this journey. Uh, speaking of your journey as an entrepreneur here on today's episode, I mean, we probably this is probably a big money question, but advice that you have for anyone starting their own business, maybe looking back over the course of uh, these past couple of years, what you've learned along the way, if you want to share like a key uh, takeaway potentially or something that you wish you have known prior to launching Dreamland Baby. Yeah, absolutely. So I think a lot of people will say, oh, you're an overnight success and relative for doing this for five years and, and the revenue and the profitability and the number of sleep sacks, et cetera, you know, I would say we are, because if you look at small businesses, there's a 98% failure rate. So it's really high. So you are up against really bad odds. Um, I would say do not quit your job. I hear of a lot of people that like quit their job and then they go try to figure out a company or start something. My experience, I had been laid off. So it's the only reason I wasn't working, but I did not take a dollar out of it. I did not pay myself for two full years, even after being on Shark Tank. Um, it, you know, it's, it's a grind. And if you're not willing to put in the work and you don't, you, you really need a why. Because I think when I first started this, I thought, oh, I'm going to have flexible schedule and I'm going to make all this money. And, you know, at the end of the day, if you can be successful, it's very hard to be profitable because you have so many expenses that you don't consider making the product, shipping the product, paying people, the packaging returns, running the website. Like there's so much that goes into it. And so definitely have a solid business plan. If you are not a business person, find a good partner who can read a PL, who can, you know, put together a balance sheet, hire an accountant right away. I'm giving, I'm giving all the things. I mean, I was fortunate that I had worked at a few startups and I also had that background as a finance major. So, you know, all the numbers to me is something that I've always like loved looking at and everything I do is data driven. Um, I think people get into trouble when they start following emotions or, you know, making huge investments in website redesign because they don't like how it looks. For me, if the conversion rate is good, like, then that's good enough. If it, it doesn't need to be, you know, architect digest kind of thing, like, if, if the customers can read it and understand it and like it, and then along the way, you know, make the appropriate hires, don't just go out and go hire a whole team. I didn't make my first hire for until the spring of 2021 and I probably hired too late. So that's another thing. Don't be scared to hire somebody full time, but 
at the time, I wasn't even paying myself. So I thought, oh my gosh, how could I pay somebody a salary and health insurance and, you know, all the pieces that go into be a good, a good employer, I guess, you know, you want, you want to give all those kind of options and it's scary at first, but I think once you make the leap and hire the first person, you'll see what's holding you back is, is you. So, you know, and the last thing I would say is make sure you have a good product. Not everybody has to agree and say, this is a life changing product. And there are times where people go to market and it's something that nobody else could see or understand. But for the most part, if you have a good product, people are going to see it and understand it and agree with you and say, yeah, that's something I'd buy. Mm-hmm. So those are all my, all my takeaways. Yeah, this is great. Again, giving us like the elevator pitch on the, on the key takeaways here and lots of, lots of take in, uh, super knowledgeable, uh, on how to, to ramp us up and, you know, our entrepreneurs out there that have, or our daily grinders out there that have a side hustle that they're looking to go full time with, uh, to making the right moves and, uh, being confident with their, their product or their, their business and, uh, reaching out to those around them and uh, soaking up as much knowledge uh, with you, Tara, here on, on today's show. Uh, speaking of you being in the space for a couple years now, what do you still hope to accomplish in this field going forward? Yeah, you know, I think one thing that's really unique about the baby space is it's, it's very fragmented. So you'll have a company that does a really great job on pajamas and another one that does a great job on sleep sacks and another one that you know, does a good job on nightlights. And we really want to be the brand that brings it all together and is that one-stop shop for parents for anything sleep-related, anything in the nursery, anything that's going to help your baby just relax and feel calm. So that is our goal. We are not there yet. We're a long ways away, um, but we want to be a household name. And, you know, we want to be on every registry and just be the brand that people trust and they know, like the Gerber, right, of food. But we want to really be the one-stop shop, which totally doesn't exist in baby right now that's awesome again we're wishing you all the best continued success here from the daily grind uh podcast speaking of the daily grind that's the name of our show tara what does the daily grind mean to you it's crazy because i see so many people doing all the social media stuff and that is not me i'm not a creative i don't enjoy it like my team knows i'll i'll jump on and you know i love sharing the story and chatting with people and i'm an extreme extrovert and my background is in, in sales and market development. So it's all things I'm, I'm comfortable with, but the whole, you know, filming everything I'm doing and the people I'm talking to, I'm like, if I did a day in my life, it would be me sitting at my computer on Zoom calls all day long because I'm at the point now where I pretty much manage the managers of our team and then they manage the people below them. Um, so my role has definitely evolved and you know i look at the higher level strategy and how we're gonna hit our numbers and um product development and you know we're already working on stuff for 2025 i mean it's just you have to be so far forward looking and have the vision of okay this is what's working today but what we're doing today is not going to get us to that next revenue jump that we want to get to so how are we going to plan that out for the future so i love doing all that um my dad always told me, find a job you love and you won't work a day in your life. And it sounds so cliche, but I truly love what I do. And I don't feel like it's work. Like I get up every day and I just think it's so much fun. I also have an amazing team um, and we have an amazing product. And, you know, we get customers that are writing in emails and DMs and, um, you know, just commenting in reviews, just saying this product changed their life. You know, it's the only thing their baby would wear. They're buying 10 of them. They're telling every friend. Like, it's so rewarding just to hear and know that these parents, 
that were in this really bad space where I was for six months are getting the sleep that they deserve and their infants are being well rested, you know, for optimal health. And it's really, if your baby's not sleeping, well, you're not sleeping. And then you're not an effective parent to both that baby and the other kids and yourself. So it's a full trickle down effect when baby isn't sleeping. So we really are giving full families their, their life back. And, um, you know, I always said I could sell whatever I could sell toilet paper, but it feels really good to sell something that is really, really helping people. So Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, that's great to yeah, daily grind. Uh helping others, that solution base. Do you do you regret or wish you would have came across this idea prior to it cuz it was your fourth child, right? Mm-hmm. Earlier yeah. earlier on as a mom? Yeah. I, I I did think about that a lot because my kids are super close. You know, from my oldest to youngest is a 5-year difference and I have four children. And and I thought, man, it would have been awesome to have this with Brooklyn, my oldest, and then I could have had all these built-in babies models. Um and maybe I would have done more of the you know, behind the scenes, because I'd show them wearing and fit testing and, you know, but again, I don't like the behind the scenes and it's hard for me and I don't know what to say and it's awkward. It's just, it's not my jam. So no, I think that everything happens for a reason and the time it's supposed to. Um, when my daughter was born in 2012, that was when I was with my first startup. I love that. I learned so much stuff there. Um, it got acquired and by a huge company and it was just like such a fun ride. So I love doing that. And you know, I think weighted blankets started becoming really, really popular in 27, 2018. And that was right when I came up with the idea. So I don't know if, if I had come up with it in 2012, because we still had to do a lot of education for the first couple of years. Some people are still like, I haven't heard of weighted blankets. Like, why would you put a weight on baby? Like, is that dangerous? Is it too heavy? What, you know, and then we, it's so many people had bought in. It's become so, you know, reviewed by big journals and used by celebrities and things like that, that, you know, stamp of approval is there. But in 2012, like, I think that would have been a really hard challenge for us. And e-commerce wasn't developed in the way it was. A lot of what we do is through influencers and social media marketing, and those just were barely starting. So I think that my baby Luke came to us at the right time. And he was the right one not to sleep. And, um, you know, I believe there's a plan for everybody. Half of what you do is luck and half of what you do is hard work, you know, right time, right place. And so it, it all it all worked out, I think, how it was supposed to. I, th- I think so, too, especially having you on, on today's show. We hit a lot of anniversary uh, key moments uh, throughout your journey here with Dreamland Baby and also uh, sharing it with us, uh, voicing it on our platform so we can inspire others along the way on, on theirs. Uh, in, in closing here, uh, Tara, we talked about your daily schedule. You have quite the grind going on, you know, as a mom and, uh, you know, leading the charge here at Dreamland Baby. Uh, what's on your daily grind later this year, closing out uh, 2023 or even looking into the new year uh, 2024? Yeah, we, so just new products. We just launched a nightlight sound machine, which is a huge step for us. Um, it's really difficult to go from textile to tech. Even though it's low tech, it's a hard goods. So it's a completely different mindset and sale and level of trust. But again, this was something that our customers have been asking for and telling us we buy one for every room in our house and we need them to travel. And the ones that are on the market are really expensive and they have all this tech and apps. And so we came out with something that has seven colors, seven sounds, no apps, no fuss. It is sleep simplified. So we're super proud of that and really excited. We just launched that uh, about a week or two ago. So excited to continue that launch and the rollout for the rest of the year. Um, going into early 24, we'll have some more toddler items, a few different styles of pajamas. So 
we're really expanding into that full sleep space that, you know, we want to be in. And hopefully I work right now. My first call is at seven and my last call is at five every day. So I'm hoping to get to work a few less hours and spend a little more time with my kids at some point um, because, you know, it goes by really fast. So that that's on my agenda for the rest of the year. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, time flies when you're having fun. Uh, yeah, no pun intended in terms of from working in the business to having that work-life balance as a whole. Uh, Tara, story very inspiring on today's episode. Do you have a word of the day to motivate our listeners out there or even a quote, saying, mantra? Oh, yes, I have. And and I actually just moved, so I don't have it right in front of me. But it's a quote by Disney. And, um, you know, I, I, I have a different one that I'll share with you guys. So one that I love is it's, it's companies don't fail, founders quit. And I think about that so often because there's so many times over this five-year journey that I was in the fetal position in my closet crying, just saying the business is over, especially at the beginning. Things now that happen that I'm like, all right, we'll figure it out at the time seems so big and just monumental um, that it seems like you can't go on. And I think being a business owner, you, you learn this resiliency and just this gumption that I would never have been able to develop as a person without having this major responsibility. I mean, at this point, I am responsible for, you know, probably 15 different people's livelihood and their families and their salaries. And it's a lot of, it's a heavy responsibility, but it, it has made me grow and stretch in ways that I never even thought possible. And I just think I'm a better wife, mom, friend because of this experience and, you know, running this business. Yeah, really well said. I think that quote fits perfectly with your story. What encompasses what you're looking to do out here in the world? Uh, Inspire us on today's episode, but also uh, provide us with, uh, you know, safe sleep, better sleep, healthy and happy families. Uh, Yeah, last but not least, uh, if our listeners have questions, comments, want to get in touch with you, want to learn more about Dreamland Baby, want to purchase one of your products here, how can they do so? Yes, absolutely. Um, you can find us on dreamlandbabyco.com and then all all the social places where Dreamland Baby Co. Um, especially active on Instagram. Give us a follow on TikTok because we're trying to grow there. But you you know you can really purchase us like I said anywhere Amazon, Target, Babylist, you know Pottery Run Kids, all the places. So if you have gift cards, okay, if you have somebody you want on a registry, check us out on Babylist or in all the places. Wonderful. We'll put in the show notes where to find uh, Tara, Dreamland Baby, and uh, all the all the goodness here. Uh, yes. Yeah, so uh, thanks for tuning in today's episode. A big thank you to Tara for being on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to The Daily Grind this week. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcast. If you want to follow us on Twitter or Instagram, we are at Daily Grind Pod. Please also remember to visit our website, www.kjfwi.org, and shop our merch. Until next time, my name is Kelly Johnson. Have a great day. This episode was produced by the Kelly Johnson Foundation with music composed by Connor Christian. 